Welcome to Plugged In, Con Edison's podcast where we explore everything related to energy. I'm your host, Sydney Alvarez. Hey, what's trending? Actually, a lot. The energy industry is going through a significant evolution. Oh, that's so last year. Not really. With a growing switch to renewables such as solar and wind and other distributed energy resources. What else is new? Plenty of stuff. And in some cases, a new utility business model responding to those changes. Here to talk about these major trends and what they mean is Con Edison's Matt Ketchke, Vice President of Distributed Resources Integration. Welcome, Matt. Good to be here. So I got to ask you, just give me a quick explanation of distributed resources integration. What is this? So if we think about all of those emerging technologies, solar, wind, energy efficiency, all the things customers are interested in, but all of those things that lie at the customer or at the grid edge, those are really distributed resources. So, okay, so we're talking about solar and wind. More and more people are installing solar panels and at least embracing the concept of these kinds of alternative energy, right? Yes, so at Con Ed, we've just hit a big milestone. We have more than 100 megawatts of clean, renewable power on our system. That's enough to power over 15,000 homes. Our customers want solar energy, and it's really across all income levels, regardless of whether they live in a home or an apartment. Solar and wind are proven ways to reduce environmental emissions and to help customers reduce energy bills. And at Con Ed, we are advocating for policies that help ensure that the funding is available both for a robust grid to help enable those technologies and to help customers choose those technologies if they want. So I want to talk about, uh, I guess, the physical components, you know, the grid as, as we all refer to it, the infrastructure of transmission towers, uh, we're talking about cables, wires that bring electricity to people. Um, they may need uh, a makeover too. Is that part of the utility of the future? It is. So the grid remains critically important, but its role is changing. So in the days of central power generation, electricity flowed in one direction, from central power plant out to customers. And it's going to continue to do that, but as we have more and more distributed resources producing power, the grid becomes bi-directional. Energy will move in both directions which means we are going to need to think about ways to move away from being solely dependent on central generation, things like battery storage, mobile solutions, energy efficiency, things that we're deploying as part of our Brooklyn Queens demand management project. So give us some some education. So at the same time, the industry, at least in the U.S., is seeing less power being used what the industry is calling stagnant load growth. Is that correct? Tell me about this. That is. So across the country and across most of the developed world, energy consumption per person is actually flattening and in some cases going down. We think that'll be a trend that continues, but the other side of that is how dependent or how critical reliable energy is to people is going up. Every day we're becoming that much more dependent on having reliable energy. And how do batteries factor into this? I mean, batteries are also part of the uh, future, correct? We think batteries will be a big part of the future. So one of the things that batteries can do is store energy that's produced at one time and allow it to be used at a different time. So as we become more and more reliant on forms of renewable energy, batteries are likely to become more critical. Because one of the characteristics of most forms of renewable energy, solar and wind, is that they're only available when the sun is shining or the wind is blowing. That's a kind of intermittency. And batteries will give us the ability to smooth out that intermittency and match customers' needs for energy with availability of supply. 
So, you know, I had kind of shifting gears here, so to speak, literally. We're talking about cars now, electric vehicles. I had the opportunity of, of driving um, some EVs, and the technology is amazing. Can you, can you talk to me about, you know, um, how electric vehicles and batteries, uh, the need to use them and how consumers are moving in that direction? Yeah, electric vehicles are pretty amazing, and there's some cool technology out there. Um, as more and more consumers adopt electric vehicles, that's one way that as a, a society we're going to be able to move off of carbon-based fuels. As we think about making our electric production more and more green, more and more reliant on renewables, that's a way to move transportation through electrification to a non-carbon-based energy source. Um, it's also possible that batteries in the form of the batteries in your car could be ways to smooth out that inter intermittency of renewable energy sources because they could be charged when energy is available and potentially discharged when there's a shortfall. All these new distributed resources, what do they do to the utility model? I guess the business model. The business model is going to change. So for utilities historically, our job was to meet customer demand, typically to meet the peak demand that they would have, and for our customers that often happened in the summertime. And we would build out our distribution systems with traditional pipes and wires and transformers to meet that peak demand. As we think about this, the world changes because we become more dependent on the customer-sided resource and engaging customers with their ability to generate or modify their usage to meet demands. And how is this being met with our government agencies? So in New York State, uh, the New York State Public Service Commission under Governor Cuomo has really had an ambitious regulatory policy undertaking that they call REV, which really looks to remake both the business model for utilities and the incentive system that drives us. Um, it incentivizes us to be less reliant on building new power plants and substations to meet high peak demand and more reliant on customer-sided solutions and new ways of addressing customer need to maximize the value of the assets we already have as part of our distribution system. So we have a, a new administration. The Trump administration has given some indications of scrapping the clean power plant and encouraging use of more coal as a fuel uh, source. At the same time, there is natural gas, which is now <clears throat> the standard for power generation. What's the betters line in the industry? I think it's too soon to tell. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty right now, uh, but one thing I would say that is if natural gas prices stay low, that's likely to remain a dominant energy source for the near to longer term future. So you mentioned gas, but in our state, nuclear energy has been uh, a very dominant uh, source of energy but it slowly seems to be sliding out. So there are definitely some changes. So for the nuclear power plants in our state, they have been under pressure based on the cost to run those plants as compared to natural gas. One of the benefits of nuclear energy is it does provide an emissions-free source of very stable generation for customers. So while Indian Point will be closing, um, the governor has announced plans to close Indian Point, um, the Reactors that operate, the four plants that operate in upstate New York, are likely to stay for the midterm as a, as a bridge toward a clean energy future. Um, so the state has established policies to help keep those units economically viable, to help give us a bridge toward a longer term clean energy future. So we're talking about the future. We've been talking, you know, here I'm plugged in about the changing role of the utility in the American lifestyle. So, Matt, are there models to learn from as you 
you know, kind of walk through what we call this this new earth, so to speak? So it, I think the model is that as a society, we have become more and more dependent on things that use energy. But we've also become much more conscious about where that energy comes from and what the potential impacts are to the broader climate and our environment. So coming full circle, how would you like this year to be characterized uh, in energy history? So I think this is a point of real transition for the energy industry, uh, for our state and our company. I think 2017 will be a point where we really begin to move towards an energy future that is cleaner, more based on renewable energy, and more focused around the customer. I bet you wish you had like a crystal ball, right? A crystal energy ball so you can see what's happening in the energy future? That would be pretty cool. Matt, thank you very much for uh, joining us. Again, that was Matt Ketchke, Con Edison's Vice President of Distributed Resources Integration. That's our show. If you have a story idea or thoughts about the program, you can send an email to podcast at coned.com. I'm your host, Sydney Alvarez. Thanks for joining us. And until next time.